Welcome everybody to the Good Old Boy Podcast, where we're champions of the common man. Good old boys talking about life and what makes us who we are. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host and fellow good old boy, Buster Caballero. Now, sit back, relax, and on to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Good Old Boy Podcast. I'm here in the studio. I got a special guest stopped by late night on his way to the office. Come have a chat with me. I want to welcome to the studio Mr. A.J. Bosarge, A.J. Custom Fab here in Dickinson, League City, Galveston area. Welcome, man. How y'all doing? Good, man. You're looking like a young Santa kind of with that beard. It's just nice. Letting and, it, just letting it go. Just I am too, go. man. It's Why it's not? nice and red and all, man. <laughs> you, you you busy in the workshop making toys? I'm telling you for everybody. Yeah. How's it going, man? What's going? Man, what's been happening? Been, I ain't seen you in a while. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. Yeah. What's been going on? Just a little bit of everything. Making some new items, getting some work done. Yeah, we're making some new stuff. A lot of custom orders. Yeah. And a lot of fab work too. Yeah. Well, if you're listening. AJ here, he owns AJ's Custom Fab, welding, fabrication, uh, also do a little bit of design and sign work and uh, all kind of great stuff like that. Talented guy here. And I wanted him on the show because I've known him for several years now. We met through work. Uh, We've (laughs) been to a few crawfish boils together, drank a few beers together. And rodeos, rodeos. We have rodeo together. <laughs> <laughs> really good times. And so, man, you you just epitomize the good old boy that I'm trying to get on this show. So, tell everybody, man how how did you get into the welding, the worldwide world of welding? Uh, where'd you learn it, man? Where'd you pick it up at? Started off in, I guess, junior high. Ag. No, just a GMR class. Okay. General well, motor. Okay. Small engine repair. Y'all didn't overall. have like y'all didn't have an ag class doing that or I never got into ag. Really? I just I got into shop class and got into high school and took every shop class I had except auto tech. Mm-hmm. So I was I did wood wood shop and welding and did four years of welding in school in high school. And then uh, I think I took one college semester of welding, and it wasn't for me. I just I learned more on the job than I could doing you know classes here and there. It's it's welding is one of those things. Like if you've so I mean just your experience with it. That's that's five and a half years between school and your college and. Five and a half years. That's learning a lot. Yeah. I had a really good teacher in high school. I actually, I went second in state for VICA competition. What's a VICA competition? Uh, it's a Vocational Industrial Clubs of America. Huh. They don't do it much around here anymore. Some schools still do it, but a lot of them are getting more towards the certificate programs. And That's a shame. Yeah, the, the VICA was really cool. And so what did you have to do for that competition? Uh, there was a district competition at College of the Mainland. And then it was, it was certain positions and different processes and T-welds and stuff. I think a butt weld. And then you win that and you go to state that was in Fort Worth. And uh, it's more advanced, a little bit of aluminum, some TIG. Stick, I think. Did you have to do any of the like overhead wells and stuff like that, or? Yeah, I think there was one of each, all positions, and I I ended up getting second there, which not bad. So, that's I've never heard of that, and I I wish they still had that. That there, I actually. That'd be on like ESPN, the Nina, (laughs) ESPN nine. You know that that would be a cool thing to watch. My, you know, a welding competition. My teacher from school, uh, Dan Jones, I actually still go every year. The last few years, I've gone and helped him with a VICA competition. Really? It's over in, uh, it's off in 90 and Beltway area. I'd want to, let me know when that goes on. I want to see it. 
Yeah. That'd be awesome. It, I, th- I want to say probably come up around March, April. Put it on the calendar. Yeah, something like that. Vicka in Texas. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. It's the district competition, but there's a lot of talented kids out there right now. There are, man. It's there. There is, but there isn't. There's a lot of them that don't want to do it. They're just there to have fun. So we we kind of have a commonality in the welding world because I actually used to go to Mexico looking for certified welders. I worked a staffing company, yeah. and trying to find the people around here to do it, man, it oh, was yeah. rough. Trying to find the good ones got good jobs. Yeah, the good ones looking. have good jobs. <laughs> I mean, because we were paying, I think it was like 21 or 22 just for a stick welder yeah. in a shipyard. Right. And that was getting anywhere from 40 to 70 hours. Yeah. Playing t- time and a half overtime. But man, we were Ooh. going to Mexico, bringing them over here legally. We had visas. Right. And, and guys would come in with like just passed a certificate, like just passed their certification test on or just got like graduated from the welding school and coming in and he's like oh my uncle he's getting paid 80 dollars an hour and it's like how long has your uncle been doing this dude right you you just came in you just broke the, out you man. just broke out <laughs> come <Yeah>. on now <laughs> <laughs> pay your dues that's it so i even told him like you got to go take a test you got to do a-. no i don't man oh. yeah okay please <laughs> once again tell me tell me about how to do the thing that i do every day for my life Right. So, but no, they, it's coming back, I think. Uh, Houston's really picking up from what I've seen. All the shops that I use for fabrication, like getting my materials and everything, mm -hmm. man, everybody is loaded up right now. It's crazy. There's a lot of work happening right now. There is. Got to get it while, got to make hay while the sun shines. Oh, yeah. It's a lot better than it was last year. God, man. I'm telling you. I was, I've been worried. The last, Three years. Yeah. I have been like, and I know you've been in like it too, a couple other guys that we know. Right. A lot of people have all been worried. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. oil prices dropped down to $35. Everybody's scrambling. Uh, You have companies shutting their doors. Oh, yeah. Because the yeah, work's like, not there. Like where I was at before. Yeah. We went from just over 50 employees down to 12. I know. It's within a, about three months. Yeah. I talked to those guys today. Yeah. Yeah. Chasing down blades. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, but it's it's picking back up. It is. Offshore's kicking. The wells are coming in, you know, yeah. they're so it's good to see. Yeah. And I think we're we're on the uptick now. That's what everybody says. It's gonna be a good next few years from what I've heard. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Yeah. So man, what what's uh what do people not get about your profession? Like, I know it's complicated. It's yeah. not the easy thing to run some of these wells and do those things. What do most people like when you get a customer and they come in and they want you to do something and you start explaining to them, like, well, this is how it goes, that they're like, oh, no, I thought you would just do this. Well, there's a lot of them that, that know how to do it that can't do it. Yeah? <laughs> that's, what do you- that's about what it comes down to. And know know how to do it, but can't explain that. Let, let's unpack they, that they thing. Can, they they can tell you how to do it all day, but they can't actually do it. Mm-hmm. So they want to come in and get you to do something for them, but then want to tell you how to do it, which oh. they don't know how to do it. They have you an know, idea there's, of there's, it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to do stuff, but you know there's. And if you tell me a better way, I might do it that way. Yeah. But most of the time, if you come to me, then there's a reason. I might know how to do it, and you you might not. It's an art. <laughs> it's an art form. It's yeah. you know. There's there's, there's a science. Guys. There's an art. There's the little things you pick up. Uh. That, I guess somebody has an idea. It's you know. Take two pieces of metal, heat them up, and oh, put yeah. it. They just stick or, or, together. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And that's all you do. I saw a YouTube video on it. Exactly. I watched it. Huh. I've you seen know. a video or two. <laughs> 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 I actually saw that hashtag on something on Instagram earlier. Oh, really? I've seen a couple YouTube videos. 
dude. And it, this was this was a joke from a guy that man, he's a really talented guy. That who is it? It's uh, it's called IC Weld on Instagram. Uh huh. Man, that guy, he's out of Austin area. Okay. And he can throw. Is he a head. hippie? No, no, he's just a just a good old boy. Okay. I gotta check him out. He IC can, Weld. Yeah. What what's he do? What's, he, he uh, mostly does like uh, heavy equipment repairs. And okay. He's got a rig. He goes out and does a lot of field work. What's he got? A link? A Lincoln? Ah, uh, you know I don't know what he's got. Actually. What kind of truck he's got? It's a Dodge. It's a Dodge. You yeah. drive a Dodge, huh? Yeah. Do most guys drive Dodge? Is it well, that Cummins yeah. that most most welders and all drive Dodges or? Well, there's there's got to be something said about it. Everybody wants them, right? <laughs> True. I gotta think. Of you. I don't see too many welders that I know driving like F350s or 250s. It's there's either a lot a, of them out there, but it seems like there's a lot more Dodges. Though. Dodges. I think it's the Cummins. Yeah. Like, and it's even the uh, the short cabs. They're a lot easier to delete and really do all that too, too. Yeah, well, that's cool. Did not know that. Yeah. So, oh, uh, been there, done that. You have, huh? <laughs> You're in an accident recently. Huh? Yeah, guy pulled out in front of me. That sucks. Whereas just uh, it clipped my my front driver's side, but did it he tot- didn't go anywhere. It totaled you. No, no. Didn't do anything, huh? No, it just enough it to piss you messed off. Messed up the bumper and headlight and all no. crap underneath there, but uh-huh. I got the I got a new bumper in yesterday. Did you get the factory? The, no. You, would you go? Yeah, it's cheaper to get aftermarket. Ranch hand, Iron Cross. What'd you get? Now I got the Move bumper. Move bumper? Yeah, you weld it up yourself. <laughs> At least I can trust my own welds. <laughs> oh, wasn't bad. Man. It wasn't bad. I got it for uh, on Black Friday. It was four forty two. Yeah. Free shipping. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because that thing's probably heavy as hell. Oh yeah, it's probably a at least hundred fifty pound box. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's all three sixteenths plate. It's pretty pretty stout. How thick of a plate? Three sixteenths. Three sixteenths? Okay. Yeah. Man. And uh you know, most of them ranch hands and stuff, they're not barely one eighth thick. Are those things made by hand or are those like I think they still are. I think we're gonna probably s- jigged up but uh huh. But mostly just stuck together with a little MIG gun and I should throw one of those on my truck. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. But then I'd have to get like new shocks, new tires, all that stuff. I don't want to do that. Nah. No. I had a, I had a guy I know. He, he bought a F two fifty, but I think it was like the gasoline version. Right. And he went and threw on like all the, the ranch hand bumpers the and all. He did all that, and he said afterwards his truck just was like. The dog in it and I was like well you upgraded your shocks and all that to handle the extra weight and he just kind of looked at me and it's a gas yeah and it's gas time. so I'm like yeah yeah can't hide money <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love the idea of it but man let's yeah. let's be practical come here. on now so oh uh, all right now in the cup which is pretty cool it's got eight, it's a Yeti cup with the AJ Mr. Boss and you are oh look there it is AJ's custom fab got the logo that's nice of her we got a friend in League City that makes them yeah who's that I don't know the name of her her deal offhand let me look it up look it up and text it to me later so now you work with your wife also yeah yeah how's that how is it because it's fun it's fun because before you were working, you were working for another business. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, one day you tell me, "Hey, so I'm, let's just we'll just start at the beginning." Okay. So it, while I was still in high school, I started working at a fab shop. Uh huh. Over in Alvin. Okay. We did stainless, stainless work, a lot of alloys. And over, I was there about five and a half years, and I got tired of the same old. You know, run around and everything. Just the, some of the stuff the company was doing, I didn't care for. So we, I moved on. Mm-hmm. A little lag in between. I started ProTech. Uh, I guess it was two thousand nine. 
think it was the end of 2009, I started ProTech. We were over in San Leon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess around 2012 or so, we moved up to... Yeah, Ellington area. Ellington. Because that's when I got it. And then I I started uh, doing a little side work, I guess, around 2014. I started doing a little side work out of the house and got to where I needed to make it a business. You know, started claiming some stuff and write-offs. And kind of took it from there. Do working two jobs. I'd work all day. Sometimes we work seven twelves, depending on what's going on. I go home and eat dinner and get out in the garage till midnight and get up five o'clock and go again. Yeah, and you were you were doing everything out of your garage too. I was doing it all out of the garage and the driveway for a little while. I had a tent set up in the driveway <laughs> that butted up to the garage. Nice, I know. And I, and, I uh, saw some of the pictures of man. You were you were cranking some stuff out of that garage. <laughs> It was looking back. It's like, man, how did we do this? You know, I had a little gantry crane in the driveway. And we'd roll it back and forth mm-hmm. and holler at my wife, "Hey, come here and help me." <laughs> we flip stuff around, move it, unload trailer, whatever. And then, yeah, you know, I got to the point where, you know, what I think I want to take it to the next level. So last year we decided we're going to do it. And now it's been almost a year. It's been almost a year. We gotta throw you an anniversary party. <laughs> and uh it's it's been really good. It's been a it's been a hell of a year. I'll say that. A little more than we thought. Right off the bat. We we did some some pretty good sized jobs right in the beginning. I had to get some help, a couple of contract guys. And uh, it just kind of progressed from there. We ended up getting a CNC plasma cutter. That thing is awesome. It was around May, April, May. We got a CNC plasma cutter, just a small one, but it was a good deal, so we jumped on it. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of taken it from there, and now we're doing the metal art stuff along with the fabrication. And she's doing... Most of the, you know, we airbrush some metal dye on parts. Mm-hmm. That's how we get the flags and the, the different animals and stuff. Or the birds and butterflies. And the cross, was it a cross y'all just did with the the stars on it? Yeah. That, yeah, she posted that one. That was yeah. cool. Uh, and She'll be putting a powder coat on that one tomorrow. I know I have something actually. Uh, I know I had e- I had kind of texted you around Thanksgiving about a fire pit yeah. in the shape of Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, so we definitely right. have to get on that. We'll a big it. one. It's kind of be big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad wants a uh, a fire pit, and I just after having a couple of cocktails said we should make it in the shape of Louisiana. We can call it the boot pit. And he loved it, and so he's like, "Well, who's gonna make it?" I was like, "I got a guy." Let's <laughs> so, do it. Yeah. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna we're gonna have a uh, probably do a video about that one or something. So we're gonna sit down and do that. But so you took this leap, you yeah. know. Y'all are y'all opened this fab shop. Y'all took that risk, and that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a ride for sure. Oh yeah, and. I think people see people will see that and be like, "Oh yeah, your own business owner, yay, lottie dog, go to work oh, yeah. on hours. It must be nice work with my wife all day and uh, you know do whatever." Yeah, it must be nice to own your own business. They yeah. say. Yeah, it. You work any hours you want. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, it sucks sometimes. Oh, it does. It is. It does for sure. Well, like like most. Most evenings during the week, um, I go. I, I try to go home for a couple hours, see the kids, and we'll have dinner. Either help her get them down or get them bathed or something. Then I head back to the shop if I got too much going. I go back to the shop till 10, 11 o'clock. Luckily, it's only 10 minutes up the road. And then I'll, I'll head back home, jump in the shower, get up. 
five o'clock. Go at it again. Have you always woken up at five o'clock? No, no. Is it just got to get stuff done? Yeah. If if I can get out earlier, if I can get out before the kids get up, I can get more done. <laughs> but if not, I'm stuck. But uh, I, I try to. I've always liked to get to work kind of early. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll get to the shop between five and six now usually, and I can. I sit down, eat breakfast, quiet time. Look at, figure out what I need to do on the computer. If I need to make some programs or run some parts, you know, I got a guy that comes in at seven. He most of the time he works forty hours, helps grind, fit, mm-hmm. tech, whatever I need done, running around, and uh, and Jessica, she'll take the kids, take Lexi to school. And then uh, drop Emily at the babysitter. Come in about eight thirty, and she'll go till about two thirty. Go pick up Emily. Go pick up Lexi, and then do the kid thing. You know, right now we got Monday and Wednesdays. Emily and Lexi for December. Emily and Lexi are both doing swim lessons, mm. which that's pretty cool. Now, the other aspect of this, got your own business, working with your wife. You've got two daughters. Yeah. Two beautiful little girls. And Thank you. Now you have to fit in all their activities. Oh, yeah. And get them going. Yeah. I've got, I've got the three kids uh-huh. in trying to coordinate that. And my wife runs her business. I have my job. Right. This on the side, a few other things. Man, is it is it just like nonstop some days? Yeah. You got guys and, asking you to come talk so, in a microphone? More so for her than you got those guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, so. Uh So does she like usually run the household and, and you're there? Most and, of the time, yeah. Uh, She's and, – and I help try to help on the weekends and mm-hmm. evening here and there. I'll just go home and we'll – do stuff around the house when you get done, whatever. Mm-hmm. Try not to put it all on, you know. But is try there, to be there when I need to be. Is there a chore? Is there a chore around the house that you like doing? That I don't know if she'll listen to this or not. But is there something around the house that you like doing that may seem like, oh, that's a pain job. I don't want to do it. No, I'll do it. No, there ain't really nothing that I like doing. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll do whatever, you know, I'll throw laundry in, change mm-hmm. it out, dishes, whatever, yeah. mop floors, it doesn't matter, it's all got to be done. Laundry and dishes, man, those two jobs I will take every day, because yeah. they are just mindless, right? calming, just, I could zone out, nobody wants yeah. to help, so, did you get some new ink? No, I hadn't got any in a while. No one on you? No, I've had that in a while. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I gotta Look, get it touched up. I ain't seen you in a while, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, guess you got Emily ones. added. Yeah, I got Emily added that on. Yeah. That's nice. You got, you got Lexi, Lexi on the blogs. And then you've got Emily down below. You got the little wood grain on there. I like it, man. That's, That's cute. The, the magnets laid on the floor. Uh huh. Got the wood. <laughs> it, if y'all ever saw the. Uh, the like little blocks with the letters that you had as a kid, and then the little magnets that go in the fridge. He's got that with his daughter's name. Uh, Lexi in the blocks and Emily in the magnet ones. Very nice. Because I wanted to, you know, initially I was going to have one on each arm. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I don't want to split it up, you know, yeah. see if we can get it all together. Then I can do something different with this arm later if I want yeah, to. Yeah, then you can go full sleeve. Yeah. Keep telling my wife later on in life, I want to just get a full sleeve, like there when I'm like 55 or something. Do it. Just. You know, something interesting. Change life up a little bit. <laughs> Man, you ought to see the uh, the ugly sweater I ordered. Have you seen the ones on Facebook that yeah. are like the, the tattoos and the lights? Yeah. I ordered that. Nice. So, yeah. I told Jessica the other day we should order them for the, for the girls, too. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was in Marshalls, and they had a couple of, like, the suits, you know, not an ugly sweater kind of guy. Right. I like to be stylish. And they had the suits, and I was like, yeah. And I saw one, it was like 
extra large, extra, extra large. So I put it on and dude, this thing was so damn tight. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm look slim fit. I'm like, you son of a bitch. But the Santa outfit fit, right? The Santa outfit will always fit, dude. <laughs> I, uh, let's see, this might drop in between, but I'm going to be wearing that to my office Christmas party. I told my, uh, HR lady, I was like, she's like, are you coming to the Christmas party? I go, yeah, I heard Santa's coming. She's like, I didn't hear about that. I'm like, yeah, Santa's coming to the Christmas party. It's Christmas. Santa's got to be there. It's either him or Jesus. And I think right. Jesus is a little busy. Yeah, He'll be in yeah. our hearts. It's... And she goes, well, Santa needs to clear that with me if he's showing up. And I go, okay, Santa's coming. I ain't growing this beard out for nothing. I mean, I got some gray. Got... Right, right. Yeah, I'm waiting for some kid to come up and be like, are you Santa? And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> it's just starting to get a little grayer closer to Christmas, right? Santa's a young guy. It's got to grow in. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so what else has been going on, man, in the world? What's 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 been occupying? Y'all took a trip recently. Yeah, we did. We went to, to uh, Ohio. Cleveland, huh? Uh, south of Columbus. South of Columbus. Asheville. Okay. Asheville, all right. Was over there, nice family? There. Yeah, my wife's mother moved up there. Okay, I guess seven, eight years ago. Some traveling with the kids and all. They flew. Y'all yeah, flew, we flew, right? Yeah. How was oh, that? Screw driving that far with two kids. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. I took a six-hour trip to Mississippi with my kids, and I don't know how we pulled that off with the sanity iPads. That's how we pulled it off. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if they rot the brain. We went to. We've been to Alabama twice with Lexi, and it's not too bad. You know, try to do it at night so they kind of sleep most of the way. Yeah, my buddy will like if they're they have all a trailer and everything, like a big uh, camper. Yeah, he will leave at like midnight and yep. take off, and or like really late just to go. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, dude, no way. That is not my. That's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I'd rather just wake up and boom, go. Yeah, we try to do it at night, let them sleep. Mm-hmm. It's less less potty breaks. and so, so did you have to do the cooking and all Thanksgiving? or No, nah, we didn't do much. We just hung out. Hung out. They they did a little turkey and had a couple sides. We didn't even do much. Hmm. Did a little work while I was up there. What'd you do? We uh, we built some ramps for, for her mom's husband's... Uh, track or trailer okay he's got a gooseneck trailer he's like man i've been wanting some ramps <laughs> so let's go come on we ain't got nothing else to do yeah let's go burn sitting there for a week he had stuff in the garage oh really oh he was waiting for you oh, it, was, it turned out perfect he had just enough material that he'd actually got for me on one of his trips down here oh yeah about i guess it's been about six seven years ago i had a bunch of angle iron I said, man, you want some of this? I'm going to chunk it all. I'm tired of moving it around. <laughs> kind of like your bricks the other day. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you... uh, yeah. he had Got... just enough angle iron. He had a little bit of channel, and we threw them all together. That's awesome. Yeah. I. Uh, it's angle iron, man. That stuff comes in handy. Oh, it does. Like, you can make anything. You could frame something up, make a box, make ramps. Yeah. We, uh, I did one for my dad. Cause I I took shop, so I learned how to like stick weld and all. I I can't right. do the whole the MIG, TIG and all that. Give give me a rod, and if yeah. I can set the machine okay, I can I can do that. Yeah. And I made up my dad a a ramp, kind of like that. He had a he had a long trailer, and he needed a ramp for his property in Mississippi. And we we're basically just gonna throw this trailer across a ravine. So we cut the angle iron, got the torch. You put a whole trailer across there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old boy brought his uh his front end loader and his backhoe out there and just basically drug it across and picked it up and boom, dropped it. Yeah, and the weld's hell. That'll work. Yeah. So. What's the uh what's the toughest job you ever had? The toughest job I've had. All all together or this year? Altogether, was was the thing that was just like, I can't believe I did that. Like this 
task is put in front of you. Uh, and it's like, man, I, I don't know how we're going to get that done. Man, probably the first time I did a burner ring. It's called a burner ring, and they have a... It's all Inconel. Six... Inconel 825, or Inconel 800. Mm-hmm. Inconel 800. The whole thing. And it's got nozzles on it that go on last that are razor sharp on the edge. And they... And for a company in Houston, it goes inside of a quartz reactor, like a quartz vessel. Mm-hmm. And it burns off gases, but the whole thing, it's like, they make different versions of them. Some of them are six inch, some are four inch pipe. But there's like, I want to say 40 x-ray welds on one of these things. And every one of them's custom fit. Nothing's ever the same. Did you have to hand weld this? Yeah. It's all TIG, all purged, x-ray. When you do one of those and you get it done, you've done something. Now, for the people who are listening, and if you've never welded or you have no weld experience, let's, let's break this down a little bit. Somebody comes to you, and let's say it's one of the big boys. Yeah. We're oil and gas guys. Right. Let's talk about it. So one of the big boys come to you, Exxon, uh, FMC, one of these guys. Yeah. They have a book of their weld procedures. Oh, yeah. And what this is is saying it's not just, hey, we want to take this piece of metal and weld it to this piece of metal. No, you got to go through all these stipulations. It's saying that you can only use this type of heat, this type of gas. Your beads can only be so yeah. wide, so Interpass high. temperature, so penetration. Pen, so many penetrations. I mean, you are talking about... if Okay, just go to YouTube and type in welding. And look at some guy welding maybe on a pipeline or doing that right. stuff. Imagine having to do that on, like you just said, 40-something wells by hand. On a very expensive material. Like, oh, you think gold and silver is expensive? No. Try going to some of this Inconel. Yeah. Hastelois. Hastelois. I remember. Monel. I remember sitting there with Ben one day, us trying to figure out, I think it was a half inch 089 uh, Inconel weld. Yeah. And it's just like, we, I think we finally got it right. But it took like 10 passes, and I'm just like, every time we cut one off and couponed it. Because yeah. in, in, in a coupon, you take a weld. Before you start welding, you do a weld. And you just make sure everything's set right, and you take this, and you basically cut it open and look at the inside, measure everything, make yeah. sure your coloring's right. Now, imagine having to have that X-rayed. Oh, yeah. This is a, that's, it's a science, and it's an art, and it's a skill. Yeah. I mean... And yeah, it's like the the tube welding like you're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes it'll look great, but it's what's on the inside. Right. That you can't see. Like picking up that, oh, your your two sticks of your orbital welding on tubing and your two pieces of tubing come from two different lot runs. Oh, And you've got a little bit of sulfur higher in one than the other. (laughs) And that thing shifts. (laughs) You weld one side and the other side will fall off. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it'll put a bead on at a 45 degree angle. It is ridiculous. I've, <laughs> like I said, I only know a little bit. Yeah. This is, this is like my knowledge breath almost coming out. And you, the stuff I've seen you do is amazing. So when you're looking at a weld, you're looking at things, they're x-raying them. They're, they're going to destroy them. They're going to do all yeah. the things to just, to, they're going to pick apart your work. Oh yeah, as much There's, as possible. You know, a lot of the the nitronic and uh, super duplexes and stuff. They actually do chemical tests and really, they'll do uh, corrosion tests with certain acids, and it tests the surface of the welds 
to make sure your ferrite count's good. Because if you don't have the right, you know, if your ratio's not right, mm-hmm. then it gets sub-C. It's going to corrode yeah. a lot sooner than it's supposed to. You know, a lot of that stuff's made to last 25 years underwater. Right. And that's mostly the structures, but... Yeah, but also, you know, your all your tubing that goes oh, with yeah. it. Look look up a a, a a Tuda and a Suda. Right. On DAs, SDUs. Yeah, you can't have a mechanical connection. All this has to be welded. And, and I think it's real funny because, you know, everybody before, a lot of people use 316 or 316L stainless steel for welding for all that art. Yeah. You know, they use cold-drawn steel. Now they're going into these exotic alloys. Oh, yeah. And, and nobody's made them. And it's getting to be a lot more common to see that now. Yeah. Requests for that. I've gotten the calls and said, hey, uh, we need this material, this weld fitting, and all this. And I'm like, we don't make that. Yeah. And and it's just an engineer right, sitting in an office somewhere who is designing this. I think structure. we need. I think 316L is great. But there's this, this there's this metal called unobtainium, yeah. and it is really good now. It's a little more expensive. It's only we'll like need, eight times as much. We'll need twenty percent off. Yeah, on the bid for this, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I have to ask sometimes. I'm like, all right, can we talk to the engineer on this? I would, I would like to know where he found this information and who's making right. this. Now, here's what scares me. You know who I, my job, who I work for. Right. We're right. the best of the best of the best. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir. <laughs> and then when they say, oh, well, we found somebody to make these fittings for us. Who? So-and-so. Okay, cool. My curiosity peaks. And I start, oh, okay, I'm going to look up the company. All right, found them. I'm going to look up their address. Okay. Huh, this is a residential neighborhood. Oh, let's go to Google Street View. And you see like an open garage yeah. with a lathe in there. And and I'm like, okay. Have you done your homework? Have, have y'all? Really? <laughs> okay. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But everybody's got to try and get in the game. Maybe that, hey. Maybe that guy in the garage with his lathe making those hey, unobtainium it, well fittings. Isn't that you how know? Steve Jobs started? That's how garage. Google started. That's how, you know, <laughs> that's Microsoft how I started. That's how AJ's custom yeah. fab worked on, man. You know, going back to the hardest job I've probably ever done, it's probably the large unit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know the large unit. It's five different units to make an offshore winch project. Yeah, that was a uh, that was the toughest one. That it was a self-leveling winch. Yeah, it had a, a right angle level line, so it always went out the same spot on the unit, mm-hmm. and it had eleven thousand feet of thirty millimeter cable. No. Yeah. Yeah, that Pic- that's got to be the hardest one. Okay, picture. Oh, you, you see the Tonka trucks. And then picture those impossibly large Tonka trucks. Oh, yeah. This would be like the winch for that almost. Right. Like, oh, we're going to put a winch on the front of that thing. Yeah, that would be the thing. But these things sat on the back of a ship. They sat on, they, they would put them on rigs or on, on drill ships. Yeah. And I mean,. When these just things... just the winch weighed about eighty five thousand pounds by itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a massive undertaking, oh, and yeah. when I look at the things that are being built, I'm like, how are we doing this? And it's just one piece put together with another piece, put together right. with another piece, put together with another piece. It sure looks good on paper. It does, <laughs> engineers. <laughs> this look this will look great. Now build it. Yeah. And then you got the, the crazy cowboys who are like, yeah, we'll build this. <laughs> we did. Y'all did. We built and five of them. Y'all did good. Y'all did good work. Y'all do good work. You know, uh, uh, all the, the guys you're with, I mean. Yeah, we had a hell of a crew then. Yeah. 
a lot of them have gone on to other things with layoffs. And yeah. I still follow a lot of them, though. Yeah. Remember, uh, remember Joe? Did he have the ponytail? No, not Joe. Who is... Oh, God. Kind of a bigger, crazy Mexican dude. Yes. There you go. Yeah, you got to give me... Somebody the b- Big, crazy Mexican guy. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually he? working for Rolling Lift. Really? You heard of them? No. They do, uh, like, all the... What I've seen them doing lately is the uh, parts for the uh, windmills, the big windmills, the power yeah. power generator windmills. Yeah. You know where those come in at? They unload the barges. They unload the ships of those. Yeah. You know where that's at, huh? Is that in Beaumont? No. Oh, Galveston. Well, there's some in Beaumont, too. Oh, there are? Yeah. Well, yeah. I always see that's him. That's where I've seen him at. Okay. There's a... a if you go down to the Galveston. Yeah. I see them come up 45 all the time or Highway 3. Even. Yeah. Because they come into the ship channel and they unload them all there. And then they put them on either the train or they will put right. them on the on the uh, the uh, trucks. Yeah. And you'll see the big part that holds the blades. Those yeah. things come in and they're bigger than this room. Oh, yeah. Those things are massive. Yeah. And the trucks are bringing them in that's even more ridiculous right it's crazy i mean i guess you got to bring them into a ship somewhere the good thing is it's like they're not going all the way into the port of houston they're coming right there in galveston coming in and going out coming in and going out coming in and going out a lot of them too yeah there are that stuff's crazy there uh i saw a picture the other day i was on instagram and it was like like last moments or something and one was one of those on fire oh yeah two people standing on top now, those things are a lie, in a way. Though, yeah. have you have you ever? I've looked at a little bit about them because they said like, oh, it's it's wind energy, it's clean. Apparently, when one of those things busts like a gasket or something, they throw down some oil because I mean oh, that's yeah. a, that's a big piece of machine. Right. It has to have oil. It's got to be lubricated. Oh, it's yeah. got to, you know. And and if you've ever been up, have you ever been up close to one? Not really. Just what I've seen going down the road. No, like when you get like near one, it's woof, 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 I've seen the woof. video of the guy talking about them in the desert. Yeah, they're loud. Yeah. And so there's the noise. Yeah. If one busts a gas, you don't do the proper maintenance and repairs on right. it. One of those leaks, you got that all over the ground. And yeah. then they kill birds. Birds will fly right into them. Puck. They got a big farm of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Way to go, hippies. <laughs> you got your clean energy. Well, there's no kiddie pool big enough to put under that thing. No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. No, no. So what else you got going for Christmas? Man. Do all your Christmas shopping yet? Working. I'll get it done the last couple of days, you know. Yeah. Last minute. Is, uh, is Lexi still taking piano lessons or has she oh, moved yeah. on to the guitar? Now she's still on piano. Yeah. How's that going? She's doing really good. She's she had piano today. Okay. And then they uh, they're doing swim Monday and Wednesday. And then Lexi has cheer on Friday nights. Ooh. Oh yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. She's liking it. Well, she's good. liking it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I bought my boys a little piano. When my neighbor was selling it, I bought it. It's not yeah. very good. They're not good. <laughs> back, back, back. <laughs> we actually, we had started her with a keyboard at home. Yeah. You know, like electric keyboard. Uh-huh. But the piano, you know, the keys are weighted. Yeah. So it, it feels different when you're learning. Mm-hmm. So we found one on Facebook or something. And, man, that Facebook marketplace is worse than Craigslist now, isn't it? It is. It's ridiculous. It, so, I'm... Um, we moved. This is the the uh, kids' playroom in the front right. when you walked in. That was they used to be Kelly and I's office. Yeah, and the kids had this room as a playroom. All that turned into was them making a big mess in here. Yeah. So he said, uh, "We're gonna switch it." I have my gun safe in there. I'm trying to sell it right now. So I put for sale. Yeah. Sixty four. If you're looking for a gun safe, I have a Canon Safari Series sixty four gun safe for sale. Uh, you have to pay to move it though. Uh, eight hundred bucks. That's a good deal. And 
so I put it for sale. And a little while, and I put it on Facebook. I put it in a couple of groups, and all of a sudden, it started popping up. Facebook is alerting about your item for sale because it is something that we don't allow, such as alcohol or guns, basically. What the hell? Because I put gun safe. It it says basically you have to appeal it. Right. So I went in and edited a tile sixty four safe yeah. you look at it and there's pictures of it you know right or just stock photos and hit save and boom approved yeah all because wording wording yep thought police you gotta appeal to, you yeah gotta appeal to everybody yeah what i'm hating is everything that's like when people are like oh this item's for free and then in the bottom it's like really it's this much right these or it's it's a dollar but it's actually a thousand yeah and then the people who are like don't try and argue with me. I know what I got. Yeah. Nah, I know you know what you got, but it's not worth what you want. Right. It's ridiculous. Have if you I ever, put something on there and it's really cheap, I'll say, you know, come on, you don't don't throw me a, another bullshit offer. Yeah. I've already got it pretty cheap. Yeah. Don't don't. But yeah. What's the best thing you've ever gotten off of, uh, like? Facebook marketplace or anything like that. Oh man. Here recently I got a O one F two fifty gas. <laughs> but it was like nine hundred bucks. Leave the bumper stock. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. They're already Is is it extended cab? No, or it's is it a single, single cab, cab, eight foot. It was a glass oh. rack truck. It had a glass Ooh. rack on it. I saw you selling the glass rack. So on. I sold the glass rack for four hundred bucks. There you go. So I'm only into it about five hundred bucks. Six fifty with the parts to give it a tune up. Nice. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's over at a buddy's house right now. Getting getting worked on. He's doing changing everything out. Mm-hmm. I'll stick to welding. He'll stick to mechanicing. There you go. Got to have that network, man. That's oh, that's yeah. a pretty good deal, though. Yeah. I see. You know, even if I can get it running decent, because it just needs a tune up. It's got yeah. like three hundred thousand miles. And, no, but, but still, yeah, good for putting some, around for a couple of years. And yeah, throw stuff in the back of, of it. Truck. There you go. You know, if it can, if it can tow, it can tow. That's yeah. great. Oh, so I got that recently, but uh, I hadn't done much. I hadn't bought bought much off there here lately. Mm-hmm. I buy a tool here and there, and I see some good deal, a vice or a you know, grinder or something that's so, real cheap. Yeah. That, that's worth the money. I'll I'll grab it just because I'm always going through tools. Yeah. Try to have multiples because if one's never enough, and no. three's not usually either. <laughs> what's, that, what's that old saying? One is Two is one, one is none? Yeah. Hmm. It's like vice grips. Jessica's always like, you got enough vice grips. No, you can never have too many vice grips. I was at the, uh, I was at the shop, uh, visiting the other guys the other day. Yeah. And I saw the little clamps that you had made. Oh yeah. uh, The the tubing clamps. clamps. Yeah. Ingenious man. Patent that. I need to. I need to. Patent that. Make it and manufacture it and get someone in China to make those things for you. (laughs) Or you can get somebody in America to make them, but no, nah, it needs to have the Made in USA yeah. sticker on it. You just go buy you some, buy you some ones and make them yourself, dude. Those things are cool. Yeah, I, the, that is good old boy ingenuity, right the there. The guy that machined those those pieces is right here on uh, Columbia Columbia Memorial, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Where at on there? You know where the Ag Barn is over there? Yeah, it's right across the street. Down, okay. down into that little business park right okay there. Uh, I got a bunch of good little businesses around there yeah oh what uh who's the best old boy you know like who's a guy that you look up to in you know the good old boy realm who's somebody that we need to know about man somebody we need to get on here let me think about it for a little bit think about it we'll come back to it Let's talk about your cocktail, man. What's good in, stuff. What's in the cup? 
little Maker's Mark and root beer. Barks root beer. Barks root beer. Not A&W. Maker's and Barks root beer. All right. It is good stuff. So, <laughs> how did you come up with this? I went to grab some dinner one night. Mm-hmm. And I usually grab a Coke because I'll mix it with Maker's or mm-hmm. Jack or whatever and have a little drink. Are and, you, a, uh, you a bourbon whiskey guy? Yeah. I drink a little German Jack or Maker's or mm-hmm. uh, Crown Black. I do that with Dr. Pepper. I, Crown and Dr. Pepper is awesome. It's, it's good. We'll come back to that. So, so Bark, uh, Bark's Root Beer. I grabbed a root beer instead of a Coke. And I said, what the hell? I'm going to mix it anyway, see what it does. It turned out to be pretty damn good. <laughs> so now Jessica drinks it too. Really? <laughs> Your wife drinks the brown water? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. She she loves some whiskey. Does she? Yeah. I think... We, I think neither we, one of us really drink beer. Yeah. Don't uh, do much beer anymore. We'll... we'll I think whiskey uh, or water. <laughs> my wife was saying that uh, she ran into your wife at one of the shows they did. Uh, she I hadn't think seen she her. She went and picked up a dress or something. She, uh, but she was, she was. I think it was at a coffee shop, and they were. She was like, "I've been to your house," and because I hadn't had a crawfish boil, and yeah, it's been a while. In a while, uh, but she was like, "It's been oh, a yeah. while since we were at that one." Man, that's been what three, four years. Three or four years. Oh. Uh, it's coming back with a vengeance this year, though. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I have, uh, I have shucked some obligations. I started saying no to some things. Gotcha. Uh, and I've been refocusing on family and, you yeah. know, work right, and right. trying to get all that. I had I had some extracurricular stuff that I was working with that, I was, that just got too much. And instead right. of trying to do a half-ass job, I just said... I'm I'm sorry I can't so I backed out I started saying no, and it's funny one of the things uh, somebody else said was a couple of other people said, "Well, are you doing your crawfish boil this year?" And I go, "Yes, I am. You're damn right, I am doing that. Yes, because that is gonna be fun. And I mean, I'm talking like it's gonna be going. <laughs> we might send the kids down. This might be adults only. Uh oh, get a band or get something." I'm going to get my buddy to come over, uh, Chris, who was on the last one. Yeah. He's coming back because he brought his guitar, and we were supposed to play. I was going to get him to play in it, but uh, <laughs> we ran out of time. We ran long on that. So, Oh, from last week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. We, man. The damn uh, bricks. <laughs> think, <laughs> okay. Think about it, because, you know, there's probably something – is there something from your youth that you had to move or was kind of always there? Like either from your parents or at, you know, your school or your shop or something like that. And my mom had fish ponds in the yard. Uh-huh. So we were forever doing something with a pond or you know, we had city water. Yeah. Well, city water is not good for fish and mm-hmm. ponds and stuff like that. So we'd actually Take trash cans, go up the road. The guy that had a well, and we fill them up with water, bring them back, and fill up the ponds, bucket at a time. Five gallon? Yeah, just a, a bucket out of the trash cans. We had clean trash cans and oh, okay. shuttle it over. And then we ended up digging a, a well. You ever <sighs> seen them, them hand well deals? Yeah. It's like a dolly. Yeah. We did one of them and had oh. a hand pump on it. Oh my God. So we'd have to go out there and prime the pump, you know, get it going. <laughs> we'd fill the ponds up every once in a while, especially in the summertime. But oh man, women. oh dude, that is crazy. Yeah, the fish ponds. Yeah, and then you know we had actually bricks. Talking about bricks, my yeah. uncle was working for a contractor, and they would, you know, like the guys come around and get uh-huh. all the. They take all the extra bricks yeah. and leave like two bundles or something yeah. at the houses. But we'd go get all them bricks. We'd load mm-hmm. them up in the truck and take them home, unload them. So, like, at our house, at our trailer, we mm-hmm. had we had a walkway that was, like, seven bricks wide, eight bricks wide. Dang. And, you know, the length of the trailer. And 
go around back, had a big patio. Nice. We were some brick-laying fools, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I can I can feel you on the bricks. Do you think there's still a pile of bricks there? Or? I imagine they're still there. I wonder if that can be like the new thing. What's your pile of bricks? What's something that's still there from growing up that's yeah. bothering well, you? Like bricks ain't never gonna go nowhere. No. They're not gonna break down like wood. No, they're they're just gonna sit there. Yeah. I remember I uh I was in Mississippi at my dad's old lease and I'm walking in the woods exploring, looking for deer and stuff like that. There's and a I pile start, of bricks. There was a pile of bricks. <laughs> now this pile of bricks led to a cemetery right. in the middle of the woods, dude. Talk huh. about like that's crazy. What did I just stumble yeah. upon? And, right. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Dad, there's a cemetery on your lease. And we go, and it was like old, old. I'm talking like, God, I want to say like 1850 or something like that. Man. Yeah, I got some pictures. I got to find, try and find and remember that. That's but crazy. Yeah. He got kicked off the lease, and Dad's like, at least we don't have to deal with that cemetery anymore. So... Because, I mean, it was the prime placement. I was like, I'm going to get this property. I'm going to build a house here. I'm like, you got a cemetery right there. He goes, yeah, oh, i got to deal with that. It's so, kind of creepy. It's kind of a good thing you lost that. But, right. yeah, so you, that's going to be the thing. Where, where's your pile of bricks? What's your uh, – that's going to be my question. Where's your pile of bricks, man? Yeah. What's still there? I like it. Yeah, I don't have any bricks in my house, any extra bricks. I got – I got some on the side of the house. Well, they came. They were with they, the house. They were with the house. Yeah. Yeah. Surpri- you were stuck with them. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't have as much as like other people around here. Some some people oh, yeah. had like a whole flat of bricks. Really? Yeah. And it's like, oh, we put them in your garage, and it's like, oh, that's I don't want sucks. Them. What am I gonna do with that? Now that stone that they do around here, I'm gonna get some of that stone. Right. <laughs> with your fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> Built my outdoor kitchen. Yeah. You hadn't seen it, huh? No, I hadn't seen it. Oh, yet. I got it. I'll show it to you before yeah. you leave. Yeah. So, well, man, um, we're coming up on a time limit here. I appreciate you coming uh, man, over and doing this. I know it took us long enough to get I together. I know, though. man. I know. That's the bad part about this is uh, I've got so many awesome people I want to talk to, like yourself, and it's hard to get a hold of guys. Man, it is. It is. Everybody's so busy nowadays. They are. They are. Oh. Uh, Especially around the holidays. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be taking off a little bit of vacation. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll come stop by one morning and have breakfast with you. Yeah. Uh, take a tour of the shop. We'll do one of those for the show. How about that? That'll work. Uh, so AJ Bosarge, AJ's Custom Fab. Give everybody how they can get a hold of you. Uh, you Give us your uh, Instagram, your Facebook, your all that. On Facebook, it's AJ's Custom Fab, LLC. And on uh, Instagram, it's... AJ's Custom Fab underscore LLC. And actually, my wife says Mrs. AJ's Custom Fab underscore LLC. And we don't have a website yet. Maybe next year. But, I'll help you build one. Yeah. How about that? But uh, Facebook and Instagram, we post a lot of stuff on there, a lot of the mm-hmm. metal art stuff. And we're a full fab shop. We can do just about anything. I've, I've been doing it for, I guess, about fabrication about 16 years now. Something. Something like that. Yeah. So, everybody, if you need welding, fabrication, you need something done, you need some awesome decorative pieces. I had AJ actually commission, uh, I commissioned him to do a piece for my boss who's going away. If you go back to, I think it's episode three uh, with yeah, Gary Welburn, uh, AJ made me. An That's a good old boy. Awesome. Yeah, he is a very good old boy. We're doing some videos later on uh, yeah. for work. You're gonna you're gonna love them, but uh, if you need any kind of fabrication work, metal art, things like that, contact these guys. They are they're awesome. I got some stuff that he's gonna be doing for me coming up. I got a few uh, Christmas gifts. I think might have to be one of them. So get it in, AJ. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for yeah, taking man. your thanks time out here, uh, makers and and uh, and. Which Barks. Uh, Barks Root Beer. I'm yeah. going to go fix me one now. So, Try uh, <laughs> Everyone else, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, once again, if uh, you're a returning listener, I really appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, please click subscribe to us. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We're on all the platforms. And if you can, please share this out with some friends. Bring them in. Uh, 
rate us. That's how we get traction. Uh, doing this out the my own goodness, so no sponsors here yet. If you're interested, drop me a line. Maybe we'll see what we can do. Once again, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and our website. And as always, say hi to your mom and them for me.